a today's high expected to be 49 degrees in Boise. That'll jump to 50 degrees tomorrow, and those clouds should part, and we'll see sunny skies throughout the day tomorrow. And then 57 degrees expected on Friday and Saturday, so a little bit of a heat up from today. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Underway for a Wednesday morning. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Good morning. It is 6.07. Rainy and wet outside. Oh, huh? Some areas, yeah. Although it's uh, almost, it is uh, 43 here, so uh, yeah. we saw when I left the house this morning, it was almost 50. Quite a big difference um, because of the cloud cover. So good news is, at least here locally, you're not going to be seeing any uh, snow falling, but in the mountains, they are expecting that again today, maybe as low as 4,000 feet. I Uber in in the morning, and uh, <laughs> normally I'm, I'm standing out of the sidewalk underneath the streetlight. When, when they arrive. No, this morning I was watching out the window. <laughs> I have a funny feeling you're going to be doing more and more mm. of that as yeah. uh, we uh, get into the uh, winter times. The wind was blowing. The rain was coming down. I said, you know what? I'm going to stay in here. Phone lines are open once again this morning, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through this morning. It's uh, easy to do. You can also email Mike at KBOI.com. Um, you can send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook or text us, 208-336-3700. That text number, by the way, very important to know that because we have another chance for you to pick up your uh, Bronco tickets for this coming Saturday game. Now, I know if you're sitting there looking at the weather this morning going, oh, I don't want to sit in the stadium when it's raining and you well, know yeah, wet news. like this. Good news. The, the game isn't today. Uh, by this weekend, they are expecting actually really good football weather. Mm-hmm. Temperatures, daytime temperatures should be in the mid fifties on Friday. So by by kickoff at about five o'clock, you're still going to be looking at fifties. Yes, it will cool down, but this is way better than a few years ago. Remember when this game would probably be kicking off at about eight thirty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, at least the weather is supposed to be really good this weekend. Uh, great football weather, and you have a chance to win tickets all this week. We have more tickets than anybody else, and coming up this morning, we will give you another chance. Just be ready to text the word Broncos when you uh, hear that cue to text. Text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700, and then uh, amongst everybody who texts at that certain time over about a half-hour period, we'll pick one winner, and they will be going to the game. Hmm. We'll give you a couple chances to win uh, every single day. Speaking of winning, we also have Original Sunrise Cafe gift certificates that we'll be giving away this morning for our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible Question. Kind of ties in a little bit. Uh, It is a sister restaurant to where we're going to be coming up here on Friday for Mm -hmm. our hometown breakfast. Biscuit and Hogs. Boomer Boomer owns both of those. Yeah, a sister restaurant to the Brunchettes as well. Yes. We're going to be at uh, Biscuit and Hogs, and you have a chance to join us for breakfast. This is kind of a, a, a cool deal. Um, first responders day is Friday and across all, I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, the brunchettes are all included in that mm-hmm. across all of, uh, boomers restaurants. He is doing first responders day by, uh, giving free meals to first responders. Yes. That day. Essentially, you just have to have an ID that proves you are what, like a policeman or a fireman or um, a paramedic, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So come on in and join us for breakfast. We'd love to see you. Um, that's going to be going on coming up here Friday. Also Friday, 
Biscuit and Hogs, one of the most popular sweet deals, KBOI sweet deals that uh, we do, is going to be going on sale at 9 o'clock. So Friday, really going to be kind of Biscuit and Hogs Day. Um, you'll have a chance to get that $50 gift certificate for $25 as long as you don't wait until about 9.03. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably be just a bit too late. If you wait till 9.03, you're going to be screwed because this if, is if one of our fastest selling. If you've never if you've never done it, you do have to register first. So get in a little bit early, register, and be ready. You can actually register right now if you'd like. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the cool thing is you don't have to wait until just a couple minutes. You can get your, you know... Visa, whatever yeah. you're going to pay with, uh, loaded up and ready to go. Unless you're one of those uh, adrenaline junkies that, well, I mean, you know the type. I'm, I'm married to one, actually, where uh, they've never arrived anywhere more than a, a minute ahead of time because part of the fun is, is you know, the, the anticipation of whether or not you're going to get there on time. Let me see. Do I want to go play blackjack or roulette, in the, or do I want to see if I'm going to get there on time for my meeting? Yeah, exactly, something like that. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, coming up here for you this morning, uh, a couple of things we'll be talking about. Uh, the election is now less than uh, two weeks away. Did you watch any of the uh, Mehmet Oz Fetterman <laughs> yeah, debate did. last night? Actually, quite a bit of it because uh, every time I turned on the news, they had part of it on. Yeah. Uh, the crazy part is, I mean, this is this is how important th- this election is for midterms because they're thinking this this could be one of those races that could swing. To the Republican side or keep it to the Democrat side. Um, so a toss-up. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a couple different races. And to go show how important this race is, I mean, this is this is just a, a race for one seat in the Senate. One seat. Mm-hmm. And yet this was carried on multiple news networks, the debate in Pennsylvania. I mean, you, you don't see all the other Senate debates or House debates being carried on national news. Um, this the, one, however, in states, was. In the states that are actually bothering to have debates. Yeah. Um, what it, it was kind of fun. The whole thing was basically, oh, yeah, I may have had a stroke, but I'm still better than you. <laughs> um, I, I, I found it a, a little sad. I, well, I, I saw an op-ed this morning um, and they basically said that the Democrats really screwed up on this one because they said that his stroke happened in plenty of time that they could have replaced him. Like with, they gave an example of the person he beat in, in the primary, mm-hmm. and this race probably wouldn't be See, it depends, very close. It, it depends on who you're listening to because this what I was or reading that this morning. What I was reading, it, it said that the clear winner of the debate was Fetterman. Man, I didn't see that. <laughs> he, he couldn't answer questions. Um, uh, the, the, the fracking question was interesting to me um, and oh, how he yeah. answered that. I've always been for it. I'm, I'm against it. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm against it. And that's kind of how he answered. Well, you know, it's, it's hard to answer those fracking questions. <laughs> uh, he gave it a fracking uh, uh, good answer, good yeah. answer mm-hmm. to it. Um, I, I did find it interesting because I really expected, and, and maybe it's it's a good thing that he didn't, because he's been hammering, uh, I talk about Oz, Mehmet Oz has been hammering, mm-hmm. you know, Fetterman and um, whether he has the mental acuity to be running with the stroke um, for the Senate. And you, he didn't bring that up once in the uh, debate. And I'm pretty sure his handler said, hey, everybody knows he has a stroke. Like, let him decide. You don't even have to bring this up. And, and he mm-hmm. didn't, considering how much he's been hammering away at it. 
um, you know, in his the, ads and and in in his campaign trail. The clip that I kept seeing is when uh, Fetterman uh, said something about uh, Bernie Sanders. He said that you know now Oz is saying that Bernie Sanders is the worst thing that happened to the United States. He says three years ago Bernie Sanders was on your show, and I have a clip of you hugging him and saying I love this guy, and uh, you know which is of course what you do when you're the host of a show, but. Um, uh, and, and of course, he hammered on the fact that that apparently Doctor Oz never has actually lived in Pennsylvania. Interesting. Which I, I don't know. To, to some people, kind of disqualifies him. Yeah. Well, you think it would. You think think it would if that was the case. Well, but apparently it has. If that's important to you, yeah. I suppose. KBLI News Time six fifteen. Let's get a uh, first check. By the way, phone lines are open if you want to weigh in two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Um, it's time for a check on sports. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Today is Wednesday. Definitely a soup day. This is the type of weather where you want to get in. You get a nice steaming hot bowl of soup that keeps burning afterwards. Slow burn after. Jalapeno bacon, potato cheddar. That's the soup of the day. One of their most popular. Get in today. Enjoy that with a sandwich. You got yourself a great meal. Good morning. There were no college football games on. There were no NFL football games on. And there were no Major League Baseball playoff games last night as we look towards the World Series coming up. But there was a little bit to look forward to. That is the Thursday night NFL matchup for the first time in a long time. We're looking forward to that. It'll be the Ravens taking on the Buccaneers. And that means two of the NFL's best quarterbacks will be playing the Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson addressing the media yesterday, talking about Tom Brady, calling him the greatest of all time. I really don't. <laughs> it's Brady. I want to play against Brady, but um, he the goat, man. And uh, like like you said, you know, I'm always playing against the defense, not the quarterback. So I'm going to say every game the same way, same mentality. Just want to go out there and do what I'm supposed to do to win. And he said that it means a lot when somebody like Tom Brady has mutual respect for him as well. Of course, I'm Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, like I said, the GOAT, of course, it means a lot. As far as Thursday night games, though, this one's got a little juice. Both teams have not played elite, but Baltimore is 4-3. and three. Tampa Bay coming off a loss is 3-4. and four. And both teams looking to try and do better as they head into the second half of the season. I'm Rick Worthington. Night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Found it uh, interesting that uh, Rick Worthington was running around the station this morning telling everybody he's not going to be in tomorrow. And I said, what? You know you're sick already tomorrow? You got vacation planned? He said, no, I plan on uh, winning the uh, lottery oh. jackpot tonight for over $700 million, so you won't see me tomorrow. Well, that would be fun. <laughs> over, it's, it's getting big. It would totally screw up my plans for tonight, though, if he won. <laughs> um, he did say, and we have this, we might have to say it because we argued about this uh, while he was filling in for you last week, said that if he wins, um, he's going to share a little with everybody. Is that right? Yeah, and I, and I said, oh, that would be awesome. So how much am I going to get? And he goes, well, I'm going to buy a big dinner. I go, no, you said you were going to share some with everybody. That would be one seriously big dinner. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think if Nathaniel, you might be remembered, didn't he say? He's like, yeah, I'll give you know, all my friends a million dollars. I mean, if you have $700 million that you win, yeah, even you. Yeah, he said even you. I think after taxes and everything, if you take the lump sum, it's going to come out to about $210 million. 
which is still Af- yeah after taxes. Believe it or not, more money than you probably yeah. will ever need to spend. The uh, instant payout, I think, is probably around three hundred and fifty some. Oh, but like that, you is said, that what it is? yeah, but that that doesn't include taxes that you pay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just the uh, instant payout. If you want to keep it for longer, you know, and and get it paid out over thirty years, uh, then you'll get your. Well, I, I was was riding with somebody the other day and he looked up and saw the sign and he says, Oh, it's over six hundred million. He says, Boy, they'd really hit you on taxes and I thought, <laughs> I thought Wow, way way to look a gift horse in the mouth immediately. Uh let me guess, your friend is a, a more of a pessimist than an optimist, well, I'm he, guessing. I, apparently, yeah. <laughs> Actually he was probably just talking himself into not buying a ticket, I guess. Although I can't really say anything, um, because I'm one of those people who's like, Oh, it's not even worth my time to play if it's not at least a half a billion dollars. So I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of the same way. Well, I don't yeah. even play unless it gets up to half a billion. My odds don't increase at all. It's it's funny how often it does get way up there now. Uh it, it used to be that you know there were plenty of people who wouldn't play till it got up to 100 million and it just routinely gets up over 100 million now. Yeah. And that was because uh, what was a couple of years ago they added how many more numbers did they add? Something like four or five more numbers, something like that. Maybe even more than that. I'll tell, you, the, how, I'll tell you how often I play. I have no idea. For the specific reason as what we're seeing today. Because you never saw $700 million yeah. jackpots hardly ever. And now you routinely see it, like you said, you, you see it a couple times a year. Um, we just had, it was over half a billion dollars for the other jackpot just last month. So now you have uh, this one that's now up to $700 million. Nobody mm-hmm. has won it. We'll see if somebody wins it tonight. Don't forget, um, you can't win unless you play. And uh, don't forget to remember your two favorite morning show co-hosts when you uh, win, Casper and Chris. KBY News Time, 626. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 633, he's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Also, uh, toll-free from wherever you may be listening this morning, 1-800-529-5264. And with it staying uh, darker later and later, that means uh, people like that listener we got a call from last week in Alberta, Canada, traveling through the mountains, get a listen longer. It says until the sun comes up, he can, he can listen to us quite well. Then the sun comes up. has nothing to do with the sun, by the way. Uh, our... Our button gets pushed automatically, but used to be you had to go do that manually. Well, Remember that? Well, it it, it does. The, uh, the 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 pattern changes when the sun comes up. Yeah, that's when you know at at sunrise. Yes, because by law we're legally yeah. obligated to change that. Uh, but wherever you're listening, you can call us toll free one eight hundred five two nine five two six four. Boise State takes on CSU, continuing their battle to try and uh, get. The uh, champion, get to the championship, the Mountain West. Um, very important game. Most important game that they'll play until uh, the next, the next game. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a chance for you to uh, be there. All you have to do is listen in. All this week we're giving you a chance. Matter of fact, every week that there's a home game, we have your tickets more than anybody else because we are the voice of the Broncos. Chance for you to come uh, get your chance to win coming up here for you this morning. Listen for that cue to text. Be ready to uh, text in the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. Don't forget the uh, game coming up, 5 o'clock. That means Saturday pregame. Bronco football back with you, uh, Rick Worthington and Richie Brocco at noon. Bob Beeler, Pete Cavender at Bronco pregame beginning at 4 o'clock, followed by all the action 
uh, News Talk KBOI, both 670 AM and 93.1 FM at 5 PM. You can stick around after the game for Bronco game night. Why do you want to do that? Why is that important? Well, we'll tell you. It's because you can win a uh, $50 gift certificate to Lock, Stock, and Barrel next Monday if you know the play of the game. And so far, there's been one game this year where you probably could have guessed the play of the game, and that was the game against Oregon State because there really wasn't any highlights for Boise State in that game. <laughs> Uh, however, uh, if you want to make sure and you know what that play of the game is, listen to the post game. Rick Worthington picks that play of the game, and then Monday morning in the eight o'clock hour, we give you a chance to win that fifty dollars gift certificate to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. But like I said, if you want to be there live, we have a chance for you to get your tickets coming up here sometime this morning. Be ready to text and win on News Talk KBOI. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 641-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. A couple of uh, news stories uh, here for you this morning, um, and this is I, I tie this in because we've been talking about this uh, here recently about uh, people carrying guns, and you know it's shocking that the group of teenagers hooligans who had been uh, just randomly attacking people in downtown Boise hadn't run into somebody who was carrying a uh, gun because there are a lot of people in uh, Idaho carrying guns. This didn't happen in Idaho, but this gives uh, you uh, reason. Um, to really be careful if you're carrying a gun out and about. Okay. Minnesota man facing charges after uh, he accidentally shot himself with a concealed gun while uh, he was in a corn maze. Apparently he was uh, trying to uh, get corn out of his boot after walking through the maze <laughs> when his gun went off and he shot himself. Uh, doesn't that seem like it's just adding insult to injury if you yeah. if you if you charge him with something after he's already shot himself it's like it's like you know dude you you punished yourself um, <laughs> that's just, what let's i thought just go with that um uh, take a listen uh this is uh one of the witness tom karate and officer elliot faust talking about the situation all of a sudden i heard this bang and i thought it was fireworks or something everybody was having a good time the kids were laughing and playing and having a ball you know and then that happens and you know it was really upsetting he was removing corn kernels from his boot by bending over at the waist and that's when the firearm discharged yeah maybe you're carrying it for personal protection but you also have to think about the people around you have that responsibility to make sure that you're making good decisions and that you have the equipment and that you're conducting yourself to keep everybody safe yeah i suppose you know he could easily have shot somebody else. Yeah. And he, he's not wrong. You have a responsibility. Everybody out there who doesn't believe you should have the right to carry a gun wherever you want going, see, I told you so. That's why you shouldn't be able to carry. Everybody else who is in favor of doing is going, God, what an idiot. Well, I mean, you know, carry one, but don't do it recklessly. You ever heard of a safety? <laughs> Apparently it wasn't on. <laughs> Um, Harrison Boulevard, have you ever taken your kids in the entire time you've lived here to Harrison um, Boulevard to go trick-or-treating? No, but uh, they get down there anyway. <laughs> so they've been there. They, yeah. they know what it's like. Uh, Harrison Boulevard, by the, by the way, this year, blocking off tra- traffic on Halloween night, giving trick-or-treaters free reign of the one-mile road. Um, there are a couple different places that just see massive amounts of trick-or-treaters. Warm Springs Avenue, um, just about as lucrative for trick-or-treaters. 
they won't be blocking off traffic here in uh, Boise. Uh, but this is kind of interesting. Um, you know, I, I knew somebody who lived down on Harrison Boulevard. Uh, they don't live there anymore. I don't know if it's because it cost them so much on Halloween, but they said <laughs> they said they spent every year between fifteen hundred and three thousand well, yeah. dollars on candy because they get just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids that show up. And, yeah, and they all do kind of compete a little bit for what uh, who gives the best candy. Out. This is kind of a cool marketing uh, thing. Uh, real estate company Tiger Prop offering five thousand dollars in a rebate for everybody who bought houses this year, or you have, t- I don't think you're going to have time to get the house before Halloween. Um, but that $5,000 was so that they could get trick or treating candy and decorations for Halloween on Harrison Boulevard. Hmm. So if you bought a house on Heller- Harrison Boulevard, which if anybody who's done any house shopping knows they're really, really cheap houses there on mm-hmm. Harrison Boulevard. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. I, I suppose Technically, you do have the option of just not participating if you live on Harrison Boulevard. Yeah, good luck being invited to the next uh, neighborhood potluck. Oh, look, they just don't. They turn. Well, on the other hand. You also run the risk of, oh, look, their lights are off. I bet that's a pedophile. On the other hand, being being banned from the potluck is not the worst thing in a lot of people's mind. KBOI Newstime is uh, 645. Let's get a check on what's going on with sports. Once again this morning, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Place to go for lunch every day, Monday through Saturday. They are open up at 1030. Already there, making from scratch their wonderful deliciousness, like their jalapeno bacon potato cheddar. That's their soup today. Get in and test it. It's one of their most popular. Good morning. I'm Rick Worthington. Starting to look at Boise State football as they get ready for Colorado State this week. You could say that Boise State's defense is having an elite season, leading the Mountain West in most statistical categories. Here's Bob Beeler. The Broncos are having a historically strong year, allowing 18 points and 241 yards a game. Eight seniors start on the defensive side of the ball, and with the quality depth across the board, defensive end Dimitri Washington says it's hard to double-team anyone. I mean, sure, like, defense have to, like, scheme for, like, certain things. Like, if, if you're going to double-team, right, and people are trying to hold their gap, you've got a linebacker running through, and I think Zeke, Zeke and DJ can make a lot of those plays, and they're going to make things happen. So, I mean, yeah, it definitely helps out. When you have good players, you can play a lot of complimentary football. The Broncos will go for 5-0 and in the Mountain West, hosting Colorado State on Saturday. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Our coverage will get underway at noon with Bronco Game Day. The Bronco Tailgate Show with Richie Brockle and I will start at 2 o'clock. And then Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender will take over at 4, take you right up to kickoff at 5 o'clock Saturday when Colorado State comes to town. I'm Rick Worthington. We'll see a few showers this morning with partly cloudy skies persisting throughout the day. Today's high expected to be 49 degrees in Boise. That'll jump to 50 degrees tomorrow, and those clouds should part, and we'll see sunny skies throughout the day tomorrow. And then 57 degrees expected on Friday and Saturday, so a little bit of a heat up from today. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, and thanks for listening. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper, 208-336-3700. Call free, 1-800-529-5264 if you want to get through and participate in the show. Yes, we always encourage that. You can also uh, email mike at kby.com or chris at kby.com, and you can text us also. Keep in mind, by the way, um, we have people texting the word Broncos right now. We appreciate your enthusiasm. However... If you are texting the word Broncos right now to try and win those BSU tickets, you have no chance at winning. You must wait 
until you hear that cue to text. All right? Got three or four people. I, I appreciate it. Maybe you're just practicing, but you must wait to be included in the grand prize that we pick yeah. later this morning. There's nothing that says you can't do it now and then. Yes. It's just that if you're doing it now thinking, hey, I'm not going to be listening in the 8 o'clock hour. Oops. Yeah, I, should, that, I shouldn't have said that. You are kind of wasting your time if then, you do it. Yeah, now. You're, you're, you're wasting your time. So, uh, But be ready to text us the word Broncos, 208-336-3700, when you hear that cue to text. And I just, you know, accidentally on purpose screwed up and told you it was going to be in the 8 o'clock hour. So be listening in. Chance to get those BSU tickets. Pentagon announced this week that they will provide travel funds and support for troops and their dependents who seek abortions, but are based on states where they are now illegal. That's according to new department policy released. Military will also increase privacy protections for those seeking abortions. The order was issued by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, outlines the rights and protection service members and their dependents will have regardless of where they are based, which was a key concern of troops after the Supreme Court overruled Roe versus Wade back in June. Okay. So now we know where they stand. I don't have a problem if, you know, states decide one way or the other. I mean, this is going to work its way all the way through the Supreme Court. Yeah. I mean, the state of Idaho is already being sued by the Department of Justice. Lots of cases are going to be happening before this all shakes out. I do have a problem with my tax dollars paying for it. They're not specifically paying for the medical procedure of the Mm -hmm. abortion. But the transportation? Transportation, place to stay while they're there. The federal government will be paying those fees in states like Idaho because we have military bases here in Idaho. So if somebody in Idaho wants to travel out of state, California, Oregon, to get their abortion... Military is going to pay their travel expenses. Hmm. In other words, your tax dollars. That I have a problem with. You do? Okay. I do. I do. For using using taxpayer dollars. And, and I know some people are, are going to be out there and, and they are adamantly against abortions. Right. Don't want to see it happen. And this is probably going to set, upset them even more that the federal yeah. government is going to be paying for very travel pos- expenses to do possibly, that. Possibly, yeah. I, I think I know how it's going to go, but 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, how do you feel about this? Are you are you okay with it? Is it something, I mean, it's is it a medical expense that the military should be paying for? I, my guess is it's uh, like all decisions made by the military. It's it's a decision made from a military perspective, which is, is, is this better than having, you know, uh, well, pregnant soldiers. You know, I didn't think about it that way, but that's that's an interesting take on that. Is like it's, it's only my guess. I is don't this know for sure? Is this going to be more expensive to pay for with federal dollars for a pregnant person? Notice, I don't want any of you woke people getting upset that I said a pregnant woman, a pregnant person, because there are people that believe that. Men can get pregnant too. I'm not one of those, by the way. Um, I, I was is actually, it, is I was actually aware to, of that. Yeah. Is it cheaper to uh, <laughs> pay for the travel expenses for an abortion, or is it cheaper to pay for the actual pregnancy and birth 
of that military military personnel. My guess is probably would be cheaper mm-hmm. to pay for the travel expenses. I didn't think of it that way. It's an interesting take on that. 208-336-3700, pound 670. On your Verizon Wireless, you can also uh, email us on what your thoughts are, the new guidelines. Um, I, don't, I don't understand this. I don't get it. Washington, D.C., nation's capital, on track to become the newest Democratic-led city to allow non-citizens to vote in their municipal elections. Municipal? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So they don't vote for president or no. anything like that, nope. but, uh, but they, local they will elections. vote for mayor and city council? Yes. D.C. Council said a bill to Mayor Miro Bowser last week that would pave the way for illegals who have lived in the city for a minimum of 30 days to cast a ballot in local so just, elections. Just residents, then? Yeah. Doesn't matter your status. Just doesn't matter if you're a citizen. Long, doesn't long, matter if you're here as legally. Long as, you're, as long as your status is resident. Yeah. As long okay. as you've been there for at least 30 days. Because and everybody knows, you know, it, as long as you've lived in a place 30 days, you know everything there is to know about that place mm-hmm. as far as when it comes to elections, who would be good. Federal laws, you, you know, you pointed out bars non-citizens from voting in national elections, but states and municipalities can extend that right for local and school board races. If the bill becomes law, district would join San Francisco and 11 cities in Maryland, two cities in Vermont that allow illegals to vote in elections. A judge blocked New York City's attempt this year to allow um, legally documented non-citizens to vote for local officials in elections there. I wonder how many people who have an illegal status, you know, and, and therefore are always at risk of being deported, how many will go down and register? Because it doesn't seem to me that if you're in the country illegally, you really you know, benefit from registering for very many things. I don't, I don't understand why they even do it. I guess somebody would have to explain this, why, why you want non-citizens, illegals, to be voting in your election. Now, Washington, D.C. has to hurry on this, and they admit it, the reason that they're pushing this through so quickly is they want to implement it before the uh, election mm-hmm. because they're afraid of a Republican takeover in Congress and Congress could stop this because it goes once it's passed and signed into law by the mayor, then it goes to Then apparently they think it's pretty important Congress. to do. Yeah. Again, uh, why uh, is that? Yeah. Quick, quick. They want to do it quick because they're afraid that if you know Republicans get control of Congress that this isn't going to go through. They're they've afraid. Got, they're afraid that thir- they'll thirteen days. <laughs> they're afraid that they'll do the sensible thing. <laughs> yeah, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Just a couple of things this morning. Things that make you go hmm. Want to weigh in? You can email us, email us Mike at kboi um, Looking like the Dow going to be opening up down yesterday. Had a good day on the uh, stock market yesterday. We'll check in with Jeremiah Bates coming up here in about six or seven minutes. Right now, another check on sports brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Check out their menu and get in today. Find out why Fat Guys Fresh Deli has been rated the number one deli in the entire state of Idaho. The World Series doesn't begin until Friday when the Phillies will travel to Houston to take on the Astros. That game, by the way, will start on Friday at 6 p.m. But the New York Yankees did not make the World Series despite their best efforts and a really strong effort from arguably their best player. That would be Aaron Judge. He had a terrific season. 
most likely will be named most valuable player soon. But Aaron Judge is a free agent now. He said he didn't take his time with the Yankees for granted. Getting a chance to, you know, wear the pinstripes and you know play right field at Yankee Stadium. It's it's that's an incredible honor that you know I definitely didn't take for granted at any point. There was very few individuals to get a chance to run out on that field and do that and you know play in front of the fans you know that support us throughout my whole you know six years here. It's, it was a special time. You know I just kick myself for not you know bringing home that championship for him. There are several teams, by the way, that are interested in acquiring Aaron Judge in the offseason, one of those being the Dodgers, who do like to pay players a lot of money as well. Uh, Some people in the Yankee ownership group basically said they're going to do whatever it takes to bring Aaron Judge back to New York. Meanwhile, one of the people that really hopes he comes back is manager Aaron Boone. Just an incredible season and, you know, someone that I've grown close with and just admire and respect and uh you know hopefully we'll see him in pinstripes for a long time i don't even want to think about the alternative right now um but you know he's he means a lot to a lot of us in that room again the world series starts on friday it'll be the phillies traveling to houston i'm rick worthington Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 723, Jeremiah Bates with us the uh, this morning. It looks like we're going to be opening up uh, across all three indexes uh, lower. Um, however, the NASDAQ is down 224 points Futures opening, and of course, NASDAQ, all the technicals. Uh, not good news for tech stocks, right? No, specifically the big boys. Uh, so Microsoft, and we touched on this yesterday, Microsoft um, and Alphabet, which is Google's parent company, reported their earnings after the market closed yesterday. And they just came in lower than expectations. And I think it's more of a story of just how big these companies are. Because if you look at the pre-market, I guess, movements of those stocks thus far today, you're set to see about almost 300 billion of market cap between these two Ouch. companies get wiped out. And it's just because they're huge. Microsoft is almost a $1.9 trillion company. Uh, Alphabet is almost a $1.4 trillion company. And, you know, I'm looking at these numbers and it's almost kind of hard for the human brain to actually like fathom what this is. So let's just use seconds as a measurement. A million seconds is 12 days. A billion seconds is 31 years. A trillion seconds is almost 32,000 years. It just gives you an idea of just the sheer size of these things, uh, these companies. And when there's a movement to the upside or downside, I mean, that tide kind of rises or lowers everything. And that's what we're seeing today. Interestingly enough, Microsoft, they did actually beat expectations. They had a pretty solid quarter, but the focus is more on their forward guidance, like looking forward into the future where they're seeing some growth in their not only their cloud business, but also their PC business as they're starting to see consumers starting to pull back on those larger ticket purchases, right? Now, that could change. We might see a little bit of spike when it come holiday, holiday shopping. But given the trend that we're seeing, we're starting to really see consumers start to hold back on their spending. And for, for Google or Alphabet, you're starting to see a bit of a drop in their uh, ad revenue, which is a big part of their, their, their earnings. So you're starting to see these companies, these individuals start to spend spend less, which is certainly trickling down into these companies' earnings reports. All right, uh, Jeremiah, looking like we're going to be uh, opening up to the downside 
Across the board, about 90 points down on the Dow, but like I said, 224 points down on the NASDAQ. We'll get another update from you in about an hour, and then we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through this morning, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Ron in uh, Meridian in uh, talking about uh, illegals uh, that that vote passing in Washington, D.C., allowing illegals to vote, says it's very easy to understand why Democrat, lib, slash commie, slash socialist controlled states would want illegals to vote in their elections. Control, even if it violates every legal taxpaying American's right to fair elections, this would round up these folks and have them vote democratic yeah you're probably not wrong that's ron and meridian ron and meridian yeah i i mean i don't necessarily know how you can guarantee that those people are going to vote democrat are going to vote democrat however it would tend to be that maybe they have some polling to suggest well it it sounds like ron (laughs) believes that uh if they vote in their own best interest, it would be to vote Democrat. Possibly. Like I said, uh, this is being, once again, rushed through because if this ends up changing the way the Senate and the uh, Congress is right now, where it's controlled by Democrats, that coming up in January, um, they would have a chance to overrule this. Mm. It's expected to breeze through Democrat-controlled Congress right now without opposition. Uh, there was lo- one lone city council member to oppose the bill, Mary Che, a Democrat who is not seeking re-election. She said, I find it unacceptable to say that somebody who has had no connection at all to the United States with its culture, its democracy, can be dropped off here, live so, here for 30 days, and then vote in the local election. What is wrong with asking so, them to stay longer? So the Democrat was the one who voted no yes. in this case? yes. But she's not running for re-election. <laughs> so nobody's going to hold it against her. Mm-hmm. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Once again, you can also email us, mike at kboy.com, chris at kboy.com. Uh, coming up here for you this morning, uh, don't forget, we still have that chance to get your Boise State CSU tickets. Uh, listen for that cue to text sometime within the next hour. Sometime within the next hour, you're going to hear it. You'll hear that cue to text. When you do, text the word Broncos. It's that easy. Don't do it now. Text the word Broncos when you hear the cue to text to 208 336 and you could win. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 742. Phone lines are open once again, as usual, if you want to get through and uh, take part in the show. We always encourage that here. Email us also, Mike at KBOI.com. Chris at uh, KBOI.com. Something on a little lighter side for you this morning. I am geeking out. I cannot wait. Geeking out? Geeking out. Guardians of the Galaxy, um, one of my favorite of the Marvel Universe. Uh, I just absolutely mm-hmm. love them. The new Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, I have to wait till May 5th. That's when it's expected to Cin- drop. Cinco de Mayo. However, this is what has me geeking out. 
Are you ready for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? <laughs> Here's the trailer for the holiday special. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, Boy, there's a lot I don't understand. Awesome. that uh, You might want to take a little time and look at the trailer. It will drop Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special November 25th. Real quick, if I may. Uh, Why do they want to give him Kevin Bacon as a gift? Because Kevin Bacon is awesome. Oh. Yeah. I I love the fact also um, they go through and they they put all the people who are starring in the holiday special, mm-hmm. and then the very last person and introducing Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> introducing everything is better with bacon. You know that, Chris. Well, okay, I can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, holiday special. Let's just hope this is a better holiday special than the Star Wars holiday special. Remember oh, that back in the seventies yeah, or whenever that was. Yeah, real good. But that was this one looks much kind of better. Ill, ill-conceived. Uh, like I said, it'll stream on Disney Plus beginning November 25th. That's your geek update of the day. 7.45, time for another check on sports. One final time brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Jelly. It is definitely a soup day. Get in for one of the most popular soups today. Jalapeno bacon potato cheddar. Good morning. Boise State will host Colorado State on Saturday. And they're looking to go 5-0 and in Mountain West play. Bob Beeler with more. Boise State's defense is among the national leaders, holding opponents to under 250 yards a game and 18 points. Defensive end Dimitri Washington has 31 tackles and leads the team with four and a half sacks. He says their tackling has been pretty good. I think we've tackled well, but I think it's something that we like need to improve in, right? Like the games that we tackled really, really well, we have those really dominant performances. The games we don't tackle as well, we don't have that, right? So it's just focusing on just the little details and making sure that I mean, you got to make a play, so I got to the fake, get the ball out, and let's just roll. The Broncos face a 2-5 and five Colorado State team that has struggled on offense, scoring just 13 points a game. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Tickets are still available for Saturday's game against Colorado State, by the way. Tickets also now available for Boise State men's basketball, which gets underway beginning of next month. By the way, our coverage for Saturday's game against Colorado State gets going at 12 o'clock with Bronco Game Day. Richie Brockle and I will also have the tailgate show for you starting at 2. Then Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender take it over at 4 o'clock all the way up until kickoff at 5. I'm Rick Worthington. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
St. Louis Police Commissioner Michael Sachs said the 19-year-old recent graduate of Central Visual and Performing Arts High School returned on Monday morning with an AR-15-style rifle and more than 600 rounds of ammunition. He had seven magazines of ammunition on a chest rig that he wore. He also had an additional eight magazines of ammunition in a field bag that he had carried. Orlando Harris shot and killed a teacher and a student before he was shot and killed by police. He left a note describing himself as an isolated loner whose life became the perfect storm for the mass shooter. Wow. That is a lot of firepower. 600 rounds of ammunition that he had with him. So he was planning on causing a bit more havoc than he actually managed to. Yeah, we, we, we had talked about this. As more information starts to come in, we had talked about this and said, you know, due to the fact that there were, what was it, 11 security guards? Seven. Seven, seven security yeah. guards within the school that the doors were locked. We still don't know how he got in because they said that the doors were locked, so we don't know how he got in. Um, but with 600 rounds, very lucky I know it's not lucky for the people that were were shot or injured or definitely not lucky for the ones that were killed. But with more than 600 rounds, a lot more damage could have done here. As we said, more and more information um, coming in. Um, I don't know how much information we're going to get, but this is uh, also some more information that came out yesterday. Investigators say only 14 minutes elapsed between the first 911 call and the gunman being shot dead. Some of the responding officers happened to be nearby attending a colleague's funeral. Authorities identified the two deceased victims as a 16-year-old female student and health teacher, Jean Kuchka. Her daughter saying Kuchka was killed when the gunman burst into her class and she got between him and her students. A motive for the shooting is under investigation. 14 minutes elapsed between the 911 call and the gunman being dead. Now, compare that to Uvalde. I know, two different schools, two different states, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're seeing people that are being fired. There's also a possibility of people being charged. I'm talking about police officers in Uvalde. Well, they, they showed up at Uvalde. It's mm-hmm. just that it was a long time before anybody actually went into the building. 71 minutes. Here, 14 minutes. Unfortunately, still... Two people yeah. were killed. The teacher, it sounds like now with the information coming out, definitely a hero because she put herself between the gunman and her student. Unfortunately, that student also died. Lee Joe Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Not to belittle the tragedy or the deaths or what have you, but I keep hearing the 600 rounds of ammunition and your principal says, there were eight magazines, seven on a chest rig. Those, the ones you can put in a chest rig hold 30 rounds. He had a total of 240 rounds. The principal's talking out his hiney, um, unless he had some loose stuff in his pockets. But uh, you don't just, anyway, just this constant repetition of somebody said 600 rounds, and so let's say 600 rounds, but they counted the magazines. And it's, it's not how it works, folks. Well, follow the facts, follow the numbers. The uh, St. I, Louis Police Commissioner says that it was more than 600 rounds, so that wasn't the principal that said that. I don't know, you know, the principal may have said, as you said, that uh, as far as the magazines, but it was the St. Louis Police Commissioner who said that he had more than 600 rounds. I don't know where they were, if they were in his pocket, magazines, whatnot. Okay, well, loose in a bag's hardly countable, but uh, that's kind of, 
the, the dude's been on the internet before he died about how much a, an infantryman carries, and that's what he was carrying, 240 rounds of usable ammunition. So, uh, you know, and if you had a bag and it was full of ammunition, that's ammunition that's not really accessible because you got to load it back into a magazine to use it. But, uh, you know, this just taking things at their face and saying, ah, 600 rounds, well, mm-hmm. 240 usable, which is still horrible. Two, yeah, 240 bad. rounds yeah. is going to do a lot of damage, yeah. Um, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, he's, the kid's been on the Internet too much, and now there you go. Gunman, gunman going and shooting people for no reason. 208-336-3700. Thank you for the call, Lee Joe. Appreciate it. Email Mike at KBOI.com. Chris at KBOI.com. Take more of your phone calls and uh, emails coming up here this morning. Don't forget, we've got a $50 gift certificate on the way uh, for the original Sunrise Cafe. And sometime within the next 45 minutes, your chance to get those Bronco tickets to the CSU game Saturday night. Get ready to text and win. That's also on the way, too. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. There you go. You heard it. 8.08. You can officially begin texting the word Broncos. For all of you who were texting Broncos early this morning, you have to retext the word Broncos because you had to wait till after that cue to text, which just happened moments ago. So feel free right now. Text the word Broncos, 208-336-3700. Uh, coming up here in about half an hour, one lucky person out of everybody who texts at random will be chosen to get those tickets to the Boise right. State game coming up uh, this coming Saturday. So if you want to be there live. By the way, I, I know some of you are thinking, looking outside this morning, going, oh, I don't want to be out in this weather. Saturday is supposed to be fabulous. Supposed yeah. to be sunny and uh, fifty-five. I mean, for this time of year, fabulous. I know some of you would probably rather have seventies, but uh, sunny and fifty-five for the last weekend in October is pretty darn good. Definitely football weather, so it should be really great for kickoff time just, at about five o'clock. Just wear your orange, blue, or white coat. There you go. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through this morning, uh, Kathleen in Boise. Thank you very much for uh, being patient, holding on there. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, so I, I'm super curious about ammunition, how these people get this much ammunition at such a young age. Don't they have to register when they buy ammunition? Or I mean, isn't there some kind of flag that should go up that says, okay, this kid bought you know, seven boxes of ammunition over the last year while he was stockpiling? I don't know. He he was nineteen, so he was you know a legal adult. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't I don't think you have to register to buy ammunition. Um, so now ammunition sellers are required to maintain records for all ammunition sales. But if you oh, but- you know if you go in and buy a box of ammo here, a box of ammo at a different place, you know now it might send up red flags to somebody to go. I'll take six hundred rounds of ammunition. And, you know, yeah. might might cause your eyebrows to raise. But, you know, just because you buy that much doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be out doing bad deeds. Right. It just seems like so much ammunition that there would be. I just wish there was a way to track it, it somehow it, by name. It, it may not so be. That, it may not be that much like for an avid target shooter. Uh, see, I'm not a gun person, so I didn't know. I was like, there's got to be a way to flag that. I mean, maybe I... 
maybe that's something to think about, you know? I don't know. I'm not a hunter. I don't have guns. Right. But good good question, though. Like there had to be some way that somebody went, holy cow, you know? <laughs> yeah. I if I, you could buy it at all the different stores, then, yeah, I guess that's how you get away with it. I don't necessarily think, um, you know, that 600 rounds, just owning 600 rounds is that... Out of the ordinary? Let's put it this way. If there's a zombie apocalypse okay. in my neighborhood, I know the house <laughs> that I am going to because I know that he has thousands of rounds of ammunition sitting in his house. <laughs> okay, well, I just want to say, um, just say that and see if you have an opinion on that. So yeah. thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate you're it. welcome. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Um, another... Uh, Email on this from Jen, 200 or 600, what does it matter? It's a buttload of ammunition. <laughs> Why it, it was the caller earlier even worried about ammunition being usable or non-usable? Well, I, he was just, you know, he was uh, concerned about the accuracy. Right. The fact remains this kid was able to accumulate 100, 200, or 600 rounds of scary. Glad he was a loner because if he had had a friend or cops not been close, it would have been a different headline. Rest in peace to the teacher and the student, and God bless those uh responders with the exception of of columbine they've pretty much all been loners haven't they there were two shooters at columbine yeah have I'm you ever to remember any place else there were there were two shooters maybe um, i just off the top of my head i, 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 I might just not remember. be able to remember yeah somebody may know the answer to that question that might be more than one um and i and i get it you're right now however granted the caller a little bit earlier, Lee Joe, had said, you know, these were unusable because you would have to reload the magazines. Maybe he expected uh, the time that the shooter had in Uvalde was 71 minutes mm. before somebody ever entered the school. In 71 minutes, you have time to reload. Granted, in, in a few minutes, you might not have time to uh, reload a, a magazine, but if you've gone through all the magazines, you know, and you have well, another based, 60 minutes, you're going to have time to reload some of those mags. Base. Simply on what uh, he had with him, uh, I would have to say that things didn't go as he planned. Tom and Emmett, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBOI. Good morning. Hey, uh, I was going to comment. When I was 18, you know, 18, 19, the last thing in the world I was thinking about doing was wasting my money on a gun and 1,000 rounds of ammunition. You know, a lot of people are looking to buy a little bit better car or something. They have that money on it. I hope that the uh, arms dealer that sells them this stuff can live with themselves because it is quite questionable that that a young kid like that has any legitimate reason that he really thinks he needs that many that that many rounds. You know, bullets to be comfortable. A sad state of affairs in the United States, though, is a lot of men. Maybe a few women find habit ammunition as a source of strength. It helps go and go and but build up their fragile egos. Apparently, I do not see why a person needed to have ten thousand rounds of ammunition unless there's some little dark corner in their brain thinking that someday I might need this stuff. And I'm sorry that they're that insecure about their life. But, uh, you know, having a couple yeah. of boxes for each gun ain't no big deal. Yeah. You start laying tens of thousands of arms, you have a, a little bit of an issue about, I, I guess it's an insecurity. They hate to go and think of themselves as being insecure. Well, Tom, I, I, think, I, I think that uh, you needed to expand a little bit on that dark recesses of the mind thing that you mentioned. 
because, um, you know, somebody that does something like this is mentally ill. I mean, that's the only way that you can you can explain it. We haven't heard as of yet anybody uh, come in and, and talk about the reason why he did it. Who knows? Because he's dead. We may never find out why, but... Um, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take more phone calls and emails coming up right now. Time for Bronco Sports Today. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question with a $50 gift certificate. Once again, to the original Sunrise Cafe. Jerry, you're going to get first crack at our question today. Jerry, during World War II, Coca-Cola made a special version of Coke exclusively for the Soviet Union, all because one of their top generals just loved the stuff. There was one big, huge difference in the Russian version of Coca-Cola, though. What was that huge difference? coloring, so it was clear. It was clear yeah. and called White Coke. The Russian general yeah. loved Coke, but he didn't want it to look like the American version. And uh, for some reason, he wanted it to resemble vodka. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but there you go. Yes, Jerry, it was White Coke clear version. So see, there was a clear version before the... Uh, uh, current clear version that uh, you could get. Congratulations. Hang on the line. $50 gift certificate up for grabs for you uh, once again this morning from Original Sunrise Cafe. Um, we have more chances for you to win coming up here once again, the Original Sunrise Cafe. Um, and speaking of the Original Sunrise Cafe, just want to remind you, uh, the Original Sunrise Cafe is one of uh, the sister restaurants owned by uh, Boomer. Um, you've got Biscuit and Hogs. You've got the uh, Brunchettes, all the Brunchettes. I bring that up because we are going to be broadcasting live coming up here for the Hometown Breakfast once again this Friday. Um, and we're going to be at Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian. Now, not only can you join us this Friday morning at Biscuit and Hogs for the Hometown Breakfast, but you'll be celebrating the National First Responders Day. All first responders get a free meal up to $16 with proof of ID. All right, so come on in and join us for breakfast. Love to say hi, love to meet you. Um, this is a very cool thing that uh, Boomer is doing. He's doing it across all of his uh, locations of his restaurants in celebration of First Responders Day. All you will need to do is have uh, ID with proof that you are a first responder, and you'll get that free meal up to a $16 value. So once again, hopefully we'll see you there. It's the Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. This, will be, this week will be a Biscuit and Hogs for the Hometown breakfast hang on we'll take a break when we come back more of your phone calls and emails weighing in on the uh, shooting happened in the uh, school st louis missouri we've got uh, people standing by emails to get to if you want to weigh in 208-336-3700 also final chance for you to text the word broncos we're going to pick a winner here in just a couple minutes final chance to text the word broncos to get those tickets to the boise state csu game saturday night text the word broncos 208-336-3700 a great one. Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. St. Louis Police Commissioner Michael Sachs said the 19-year-old recent graduate of Central Visual and Performing Arts High School returned on Monday morning with an AR-15-style rifle and more than 600 rounds of ammunition. He had seven magazines of ammunition on a chest rig that he wore. 
He also had an additional eight magazines of ammunition in a field bag that he had carried. Orlando Harris shot and killed a teacher and a student before he was shot and killed by police. He left a note describing himself as an isolated loner whose life became the perfect storm for the mass shooter. Investigators say only 14 minutes elapsed between the first 911 call and the gunman being shot dead. Some of the responding officers happened to be nearby attending a colleague's funeral. Authorities identified the two deceased victims as a 16-year-old female student and health teacher, Jean Kuchka. Her daughter saying Kuchka was killed when the gunman burst into her class and she got between him and her students. A motive for the shooting is under investigation. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Some emails to uh, get to. Finally have a chance to do that. Uh, Craig writes in, Mike at KBOI.com. Just to give people an example of how much ammo this guy had, as a former infantryman, our combat load was 180 to 210 rounds in magazines at the ready. This is supposed to be enough to assault an enemy position with people shooting back and hold off a counterattack before supply or resupply of more ammo. During this time, we are redistributing what ammo we have left so that we can continue to fight. This kid had more ammo on him than what an infantryman in a war would uh, have during an assault. Uh, Jim wrote in and said one case of ammo is usually 1,000 rounds. Not uncommon to see stacks and stacks of uh, case lot ammo in the gun stores. You can order ammo online as well. The only limits are set by the sellers because of supply chain issues. I have never had to provide an ID to buy ammo. A felon can own ammo. They just can't possess the gun to fire it. They can throw it at people, though. I own probably (laughs) 25,000 rounds of various caliber ammo, LOL. When we go to the range, it's not uncommon to go through 500 to 1,000 rounds each. And that's kind of what I thought. If you're an avid... If you're an avid... uh, target shooter or you just you know go to the uh to the to the shooting range uh chances are you'll you know you'll do a lot of practicing well keep in mind what happened over the last two years with a supply chain and it was mentioned in that that email mm-hmm. um you know it was almost impossible to get certain types of ammo so when it became available as long as there weren't restrictions, and I know there were places even here in Boise, Idaho, said, hey, we just got a new truckload of uh, ammo in or a few pallets of ammo. However, you're going to be limited to the amount you could buy because somebody would come in and buy the entire pallet if they were able to because of the problems of getting different types of ammo that they needed. So there were people that were, you know, were buying as much as they could get because they didn't know the next time that they would have been available, you know, it'd be available for them to purchase. Robin says, uh, hi, Chris, you're exactly right. Thank you, Robin. When my husband and I go out shooting, we go through a huge amount of ammo. It doesn't take long. We probably have a total of 600 rounds or more at any given time. When my husband finds what we need on sale, he buys it. No agenda here. We just like to target shoot for sport, which, by the way, is fun. Yeah. Um, Damon writes in, you seem to have a lot of pearl-clutching anti-gunners listening to you this morning. I guess it's a good thing. I don't have to demonstrate my need to these people as to how many rounds I decide to purchase with my money. I don't think we have a lot of uh, pearl-clutching anti-gun people. I think we have people who are against somebody showing up at a high school with, uh, you know, guns and ammunition. Yeah, that's a definite 10-4. 
But I know that there are people going, why was this kid allowed to buy 600 rounds? He should never be allowed. No. And see, I don't agree with that. I, I mean, don't he, agree he, with was that a, he was a legal adult. He, he bought, you know, ammunition. I mean, you're allowed to. It's America yeah. still. And, and a lot of that is education because, you know, people who don't own guns, you know, they, they see the 600 rounds and, and, that's a, that's a lot of rounds to be taking in to yeah. kill people in a high school or a school that this kid had gone into. I get that, but you know they think that six hundred rounds is just ridiculous. Nobody needs six hundred rounds. That's like saying you know almost anything. You don't need a certain amount of anything. Okay, if you're pointing a gun at a burglar, you probably don't need six hundred rounds with you right at that moment. If you're target shooting, it's not unusual at all. No. I mean, just from the last couple of letters I've received. Or as as we said earlier, you're worried about not being able to, you know, find ammunition. My my son, I give the, this example. It's a funny story, but it's true. Um, you know, oh, this wasn't. I think it was last year at Christmas time. He he had been storing his guns. He had moved to um, Washington State. And he'd just been storing them here with his brother, um, and he owns like seven or eight of them. And uh, I was giving him a bad time, and I said, I thought you were going to give me one of your guns for Christmas before he was taking him back when he was here for Christmas time. Yeah. And he said, well, which one do you want? And I go, well, I'll take the 9 millimeter." He goes, well, what are you going to do, throw it at somebody? He goes, you can't buy ammo for it. And we've heard that from a few other people as well. Yeah. Um, another uh, text message in this case, 208-336-3700. 600 rounds is less... In a case, 22 rounds come right. in bricks of 1,000. I have several thousand rounds, not because I'm prepping for war. <laughs> I was buying it when it was available. So there's an example. 600 la- rounds is less than, um, you, know, shoot, you know, shooting is a hobby. A case. You can collect guns. You can take them out to the range and shoot them and fire different kinds. And it's, it's a hobby and it's fun. Or you can go out there just to, you know, practice your aim. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're going to see people... Probably coming out as we do every time, saying, "Hey, um, maybe animals should be just like guns. Maybe you should uh, have a background check, and you should have to uh, register your your ammo like you do your guns." Um, another, I, I don't, you know, I, I mean, okay, I have guns, but I don't hide the fact. In, in fact, it, it <laughs> if I could, I'd probably put a sign out front that said, uh, "Armed." <laughs> <laughs> it's not like watch your uh, self here here i know this is is going to go back a long way and some people who are listening are not going to get it it's not like barney fife where you just need one single bullet andy griffith show remember that yeah it's like he was allowed to have one bullet and, it was and he was yeah pocket, right. he wasn't allowed to keep it in his gun now maybe there are some people like that Maybe there are some people who would like to see that happening, but that's not the way it is in America. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through and weigh in, right now is a good time to do that. If you're waiting on the line, stay right where you're at. I promise we'll get to you. More of your emails uh, and phone calls coming up. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Oh, I need to say uh, congratulations to Vicki Nichols of Cascade. Guess what? She's going to be getting out of the snow. Sure, it's probably snowing up around in that area today. Uh, Vicki Nichols was uh, the person chosen at random to uh, get our tickets to the Boise State 
game coming up here this coming Saturday. Congratulations, uh, Vicky from Cascade. Don't worry. If you didn't win, we have plenty of more chances for you to win throughout the day. Um, as a matter of fact, all this week, uh, as usual, we have way more tickets than anybody else. Uh, you want another chance to win? Listen with Nate Shulman coming up this afternoon it, after uh, 3 o'clock. Um, you are right, by the way. It's 33 degrees and light snow right now in Cascade. Yeah, she'll probably be happy to get down here into the warm weather of 55 degrees on Saturday. <laughs> Um, another chance to win coming up with Nate Shellman coming up later this afternoon. Um, you know, you want to listen to his whole show starts at three o'clock, but specifically you might want to be paying close attention during the four o'clock hour. For those of you who are stuck on I-84, um, you'll probably be stuck there at four o'clock this afternoon <laughs> based on how things are moving so slowly today. I mean, it's, it's bad news for you if you have, are trying to get someplace yeah. this morning because all the side streets like 20, um, 26 are also running extremely slow. Great news for us because we get you to listen to us for uh, a little extra time this morning, and we appreciate that. Kenny in Boise, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? As bad, best Kenny. as can be expected for a Wednesday morning. Yeah, heck yeah, it's beautiful, crispy, and really, really nice. Can't wait to get up to the cabin and have a pop tart and some wine. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast of champions. There you go. Well, that was, that's what you call uh, dinner of champions because I had a little too much wine and I was too lazy to cook dinner. So ah. I popped part. <laughs> so, if you guys are talking about this ammunition and tracking it, that's so ridiculous. Now they're really crossing the line trying to track how much ammo and going against our constitutional rights and things like this. But, in California... They're already tracking the guys that buy the uh, ammunition. They have to have they have to show their CCW, and they only allowed so much ammunition to be bought at one time. Hmm. So I don't know if you knew that or not, but no. that's what they're doing. Interesting. It doesn't surprise me that so, California yeah, has tighter uh, rules than it, other people. Though. If you were going to tell me that story and say which state it had happened, that'd be my first guess. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, Ken. And by the way, I mean, yes, specifically, it's not like buying a gun, but ammunition, ammunition sellers are still required to maintain records of all ammunition sales. And they are required to make that information available to law enforcement when needed. So in this particular case, they're probably going to find out where this kid, if he bought all, all his ammunition in one place or if he bought it over a long period of time, more and more information is going to be coming out on this as you've seen just over the last 24 hours. We know how many rounds of ammunition he had. We know now that it took 14 minutes for police to get the call, respond, and put the person down. Now, in contrast to what happened in Uvalde, what was it, 71 minutes is what it took? They were on on site, but people weren't allowed to go in. They responded. They just didn't go into the building. Unfortunately, two people still lost their lives. Delayed confrontation. One of those, uh, a teacher who put her body in between her students and the uh, shooter. Another uh, email, and no name on this one, says he had 600 bullets. What if he had 600,000? Well, first of all, that would be really hard to carry in. Uh, The point isn't how many he had. The point is... Who was at the school to stop him? Sounds to me, since uh, you say yeah. that a teacher stepped in front of the student, it only took one bullet this time. We don't, we don't know that. He could have fired two, and the st- teacher just 
didn't wasn't able to get in front or you know fired after the teacher was in front we don't know that detail hasn't been released of what importance is the debate on the other 599 bullets we need instead a discussion on how to instill values and morals in our society any thoughts oh yeah can't discuss god author of values and love we Let's discuss we discuss god all the time not allowed to in school so well, we used to. We used to, and maybe, can you know, in bringing that up, I mean, everybody looks for ideas how to stop things like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What If somebody brought up the idea of, you know what, you've got all these ideas on, on how to stop these shooters in schools, the mass shootings and going on, let's try, let's try teaching religion in schools like we used to do. Let's see if that works again. Because if you well, go back, when, if you go when, back when fifty school, years, we didn't have this. When I was in school, we learned about religion, but nobody told us, you know, this has to be your religion. No, and I don't. I don't think you would want to do that now. Say if you, you know, learn about religion. Night at ten. It's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. St. Louis Police Commissioner Michael Sachs said the 19-year-old recent graduate of Central Visual and Performing Arts High School returned on Monday morning with an AR-15-style rifle and more than 600 rounds of ammunition. He had seven magazines of ammunition on a chest rig that he wore. He also had an additional eight magazines of ammunition in a field bag that he had carried. Orlando Harris shot and killed a teacher and a student before he was shot and killed by police. He left a note describing himself as an isolated loner whose life became the perfect storm for the mass shooter. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, having a conversation this morning. Some people are saying, you know, with 600 rounds, that maybe it's time that you have to start registering your ammo like you do your guns. Yeah. But the the more we find out about it, the more we discover six hundred rounds is not that much. Well, and I th- I think that's what a, a lot of people who don't own guns or don't shoot guns don't have any idea. Now, six hundred rounds taking it into a school that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Having six hundred rounds, buying six hundred rounds, not so much. Uh, text message in at two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. No name. Uh, we know it's. Uh, He's a redneck, so we'll just call him Redneck writes in. Most of us rednecks have the technology to make our own ammo. I can. Most shotgun shooters make huge amounts. It's not unusual for me to shoot 500 rounds on a weekend. Not in a school. Well, true, yeah. Uh, Richard writes in, Mike, at KBY.com. They said the shooter had six mags and eight more in a field bag if they were 30-round mags, and assuming that there was another one, in the rifle, that's only 450 rounds. Did he have loose ammo? That doesn't make sense. I have thousands around just target practice. They should not put on limits on purchases of ammo and make us register our ammo. Totally agree. However, I will disagree with you on one thing. When you said that if they were 30-round mags, assuming there was another one in the rifle and only 450 rounds, did he have loose ammo? That doesn't make sense. Nothing about this makes sense. Mm. Well, Going yeah. into a school to shoot up a school just does not make sense. So um, making sense and uh, this horrible individual shouldn't even be used in the same same sentence, in my personal opinion, yeah, gotcha. and I think most people's opinion. Uh, another uh, email in Mike at KBY.com. We have such an uneducated society. I'm sure all your callers who want ammo registered or limited or are saying it's there to feed someone's ego have absolutely no idea of the nature of man. 
They probably are Ukraine supporters and have no idea how these men are defending their country. Most who buy up ammo do it for self-preservation, not hunting, and we don't need to let you or the government know who they are. Stephen Boise, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBOI. Good morning. Uh, you know, the I talked to the owner of a gun shop uh, a while back when Obama was putting all the restrictions and he cut off everything. And he, he was not a uh, liberal, but boy, Obama really built his business up. But, you know, you got to have ammo if you're going to have a gun. It's like having a car without gasoline. Uh, it's not a single issue thing. But obviously the kid has some emotional issues. And instead of all the gun and ammo talk, we ought to be talking about what is this kid's problem and, and are, are, are there more kids with problems? And, and what's the heart of the matter? Uh, you know, this is going to continue because uh, it gets them their 15 minutes of fame. And you keep putting it on the media, and they're gonna, it just escalates, and it just keeps going. But you're not going to get guns out of the hands of the people, and you're not going to get ammo out of the hands of the people. And registering it is just making government get involved more. And any time the government gets involved, the cost goes up, and uh, it, it returns, or it, it becomes a scarce product then, whatever they do. Yeah. They're not going to fix it. And I'm sorry, but that's just the truth and the way it is. So we just uh, shrug our shoulders? No, no. You, you start working on kids. I mean, you've got to be, something is wrong. It, I mean, this kid was a loner. He had issues. They. I mean, he wrote a note. He, You know, I, I had a friend I went to high school with, and we tried to contact him for reunions and Finally, he told us, he says, you know, you guys didn't like me in school, and I don't like you, and don't send me any more messages. Well, I mean, this is the kid I played baseball with when I was a kid, and I never knew he felt that way because, you know, I mean, I was a friend to him. But something is getting to these kids, and I don't know if it's uh, the talk about the planet coming to an end or if they just aren't happy in life or divorce in the family, a death of a friend. I mean, you know, we're a societal bunch of people, and, and we need to include all people. And so, sometimes some people just feel isolated. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's just uh, you, you can be at the same event as somebody else, and they can remember it completely differently from their perspective. Exactly. But I, I don't know how you fix it. You know, I raised two good boys and four good stepkids. And, you know, I, I feel very fulfilled, and I've got grandchildren now, and I would hate to think that any of my kids or grandkids would do anything like that. But I have seen it in, in other members of the family and stuff, too, that, that have issues. You know, uh, I think gender confusion is something that's out there. I'm dealing with that now on an in-law, you know, I, it's not a personal, well, I guess it is personal, but it, it's not yeah, something. We, we know I what can, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's out there and, uh, I don't know how you fix things. Uh, I, I, I wish I had all the answers. I mean, I, I, I get great comfort from reading the Bible and getting all this history that man, not, everything like we've seen today has happened in the past, even worse. 
but <laughs> you know, well, I mean, yeah. I, one of the things we didn't see in the past. I mean, we didn't used to have school shootings. Well, not I mean, you locally. go back. You go back forty, fifty years na- nationally. We didn't no. have school. We've had forty school shootings this year. Yeah, and what has happened? What has transpired in that fifty years? One, they took the Bible reading out of schools. Uh, two, we've got sex education in the schools now. Um, you know, there's other things that come into play. And, you know, you've got people that are, the inflation has taken over. And, uh, I, you know, but I But, Steve, know. we had sex uh, education. I mean, I, I graduated in 1980 from high school. We had sex yeah. education um, in, in high school yeah, when I was there. Yeah, but they weren't teaching it like they are today. I mean, we, we didn't get into the condoms and all that stuff. We got into, you know, the little uh, boy uh, things uh, and little girl things. Now, I don't know how old but, you are, Steve, or when you graduated. but I'm well, about 12 years older than you. Are you and, and, and when I went to high school and graduated, um, our health class sex um, showed us how to put a condom on. Yeah, and we didn't do that. You know, they were just instituting it in the late right. 60s. And, uh, you know, I don't know if that plays into it or not. It, you know, you can't put a, you can't put your finger on everything that controls every person. Yeah. No, I we get don't that. have that ability. We don't have that ability, but you know, something is awry in the human heart and it doesn't have anything to do with guns or ammo. It has to do with the human heart. Because like you said, you know, we used to take our guns to school yeah. and go hunting yeah. after school. Used to be, you, you could know, go no, out no hunting season. With your car. No, there'd be half half a dozen vehicles, and I went to a very small school that probably in a parking lot there was maybe thirty to forty vehicles in the parking lot, and half of those had guns and ammo in the vehicle, and the vehicle doors oh, yeah. were not locked. Yep, yep, and nobody disturbed it. No, and we had one guy put a Model T coil on his hood release because everybody knew he had a hot motor and. Somebody got into it one time, and they never did that again. <laughs> <laughs> thank 40, you. 000, thank 40, you for the call. Will scare you to death. <laughs> yeah, it'll do more than scare you to death. Thank you for the call, Steve. Uh, by the way, I just want to say also, you'll, you'll wake up and say, "Now what exactly happened?" <laughs> in my sex edu class, uh, education class in Nespers, Idaho, I had the safest bananas in my lifetime. You didn't eat them, though. No, no. Okay. But that that we we practice safe bananas in our health right, class because right. that's okay. I, I didn't want it to be confused. It's like they showed you how to put on a condom. Well, they showed us on a banana. So I had very safe bananas. So not like a plantain and actual. No, no, okay. actual, actual banana. A, a flatteringly sized banana. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a uh, break here. If you're waiting on the line uh, to talk with us, feel free to stay right where you're at. I promise we'll get to you coming up after this. Uh, also, uh, we do have a couple of lines open if you want to get through and partake and participate in the show. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. You can also email Chris at kboi dot com and Mike at kboi dot com. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Taking your phone calls, your emails this morning. Some people calling uh, for a limit or uh, having to register for your ammunition based on what happened in the uh, St. Louis uh, schools. Uh, taking your thoughts on that, Ken in Caldwell. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. 
Good morning. Yeah, in a nutshell, I would just like to say with the school shooter that, uh, you know, as far as why he would do something like that, I, I would think first desensitize by video games and, and being able to kill. And <clears throat> on the other one would be the media and martyrism, uh, you know, like the previous caller, five minutes of fame, and then it's over. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of how I see it. You know, it, I mean, we were just talking with a, a gentleman a few minutes ago about, you know, why things like this are happening now when they didn't happen 40, 50 years ago. And the point that you just brought up, we, you know, I, I don't have a for sure answer, but one thing we didn't have 40 and 50 years ago was video games like we have. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that is something to look at. I don't, I don't have an answer. Nobody's has yeah. an answer or else we wouldn't keep talking about this every single time that a school shooting happens and somebody gets killed like this. Thank you for the call. Right. Appreciate it. No problem. Joe uh, of Boise has written in and says, gents. Clearly, ammo ownership is different than gun ownership due to far too many complications, including homemade bullets. Controlling the number of bullets in possession is impossible, Mm -hmm. especially in the most armed nation in the world, if not the universe. Some shoot for sharpshooter competitions or to sharpen their hunting skills or for protecting a home. And then some are armed with military-like weapons to save the country from imagined domestic threats. They have borderline mental problems that can be measured with the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. It serves as the principal authority for psychiatric diagnoses. The DSM should be used in determining if gun ownership is authorized. A medical statement indicating a gun owner is currently mentally healthy would save hundreds of lives a year. Selling a weapon to a whacked-out teenager would end. Brian writes in, uh, do we know the name of the uh, teacher that lost their life in this incident, placing themselves in harm's way from the shooter? We need to make sure that they are recognized and known for the ultimate sacrifice made for their students. Um, Yeah, we do know the name. Gene Kuska, K-U-C-Z. K-A, not sure how you pronounce it, but that is the teacher's name. I think they've been saying Kuska. Kuska. Um, Yeah, you're exactly right. And and quite frankly, that's the reason you haven't heard Chris or I mention the name of the shooter. It's mentioned in the uh, news, but we have not mentioned the name of the shooter. But yeah, teacher's name, Gene Kuska, should be mentioned. Paul in Nampa, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. It's more like a slow drip of an epidemic for us. This started out years and years and years ago. And and the more the video games like this last gentleman caller talked about, it glorifies the act of killing somebody indiscriminately. And when that happens, they get the idea in their head if they just so happen to be using narcotics as well as marijuana is not a narcotic, they call it now. But it starts with that, and it's progressive. You say to yourself, well, that didn't hurt me, so I'll try this. Well, that didn't hurt me, so I'll try that. And what happens is you have somebody that's totally unhinged, and they decide that it's okay, especially if they don't have any friends or people that they can call loved ones. They see life in a completely different manner than anybody else does, and that their only way out to make a 
to make some kind of a statement is to do what they do, like this kid did. And it, it, it's a combination of a bunch of different things, but there's total lack of accountability towards somebody else, a person in their life. Even if they are 19 and they're classified as an adult, they're still a little child the way I see it because they're acting out. And, and it's totally devastating the way they do that. And I, too, call Gene a hero. That's all I got. Thank you. Thank you. You, bet. you know, I, I don't want to lose in the fact that, I mean, you know, we've had listeners bringing up the video games type thing. I don't want to lose the fact that there are millions and millions and millions of more kids and adults who play video games that don't do anything like this. True. So once again, what is it? The unhinged part, the disconnect, because just playing video games or, you know, watching violent movies, the huge majority of people aren't going to run out and do this. So I, I don't think it's you can place the blame and say, oh, it's video games or it's this or it's that. Terry has written in and says, how many of these shooters have come from what could be described as a warm and loving family? Uh, well, I mean, that that's, you know, that's relative that pardon the pun, but it, um, you know, it's it, what's warm and loving to one person might be something completely different to another. I've known uh, very warm and loving families that were incredibly strict, and that's how they showed how warm and loving they were. And then there were others who, you know, I've known kids who grew up and they were their parents' best friend. And some of them turned out well and some of them didn't. It was, uh, unfortunately, a little bit of a crapshoot. We'll take a break, get more of your uh, phone calls and emails. Uh, Like I said, if you're waiting on the line, appreciate you waiting. Got to get through news here at the bottom of the hour. I promise we will get to you uh, coming up after that. You can also email us, mike at kboi.com, chris at kboi.com, or you can text us, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Email Mike at KBY.com. Chris at KBY.com. A lot of emails to get to, phone calls to get to. A lot of people weighing in on this this morning. Christopher and Boise, thank you for being patient and holding on with us. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, so as far as guns and ammo goes, you try, not you, but they try to take the guns away from the American citizen. In 1776, we'll commence again. It, that's just that. That's what I see happening. Um, we are extremely complex beings in an intricate world, and to try to pinpoint where these atrocities are originating is it's it's hard to do. But I think that one of the things that could be leading to these instances of complete depravity is the removal of masculinity. We have a war on masculinity. We have a war on femininity now. Men dressing up as, well, parading as women and wanting, wanting to be called such while they can still play the piano with their genitalia. But but do you think that's the reason that we are having so many mass shootings and school shootings over the last few no. decades? 
Uh, like I said, it, we're we're very. This is a very intricate. There, there, there are many, many reasons why right. that could be one of them. Where I learned respect and dignity was from my father. He was able to reach over across the seat, smack me upside the head, <laughs> and say, "You hold that door open for that young lady," and nobody batted an eye to that. Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say the same thing. It's like I didn't learn respect and decency. I had it beaten into me by my father. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. Appreciate the call. Uh, Jay writes in, uh, Mike and Chris, so let's compare this to abortion. One common method is to use forceps to pull the fetus out. If we ban forceps or institute registration on them, will that stop abortion? How about how the government regulated Sudafed to stop meth? How did that work? The problem is if people in society want to kill someone, they will gun or no gun. The previous caller was right. It's all about mental health. Making something illegal never bans it. No. Or, or never stops it from happening. It's already illegal to kill people. Yeah. It's illegal to shoot people. Right. It's illegal to carry guns in schools. It just it just gives you an opportunity to, I guess, you know, punish or put away the, uh, the, the person who did the thing that you don't like. But another uh, email here. Things still happen. No name on this says, taking emotions out of the equation. How many rounds did the perp fire before he was stopped by a good guy with a gun? Having 600 rounds in reserve didn't help much, did it? Oh, not, not in the 14 minutes uh, he spent trying to get into the building and then and shooting two people. We haven't, still have not heard. I, I, I'm going to be interested to find out, and, and I'm guessing we're going to find out at some point. School was locked, apparently. How did he get in the building? Did someone come and he forced the way into the building with that person? I don't know. We ha- we haven't heard that yet. So anything that you're trying to guess at would be jumping to conclusions. Brandon, you haven't you didn't read the one from Brandon yet, did you? I don't believe so. Hey, Brandon of Boise says, "Good morning. I agree with uh, your caller about the need to address mental health issues versus gun control. When I heard about what the school shooter wrote in his note, with a few exceptions, it could have described myself in high school and into the early years of adulthood. While obviously I never reached the depths of despair as this kid." I can relate to how being on the margins at school can feel, and it can really suck. But that was decades ago, and something has changed with kids, which is making the school violence epidemic even worse, and the mental health issues seem to be impacting boys the most. I'm not making excuses for these kids, but it needs to be urgently addressed. In this day and age, men and boys are vilified in popular culture. Families are destroyed through divorce and out-of-wedlock births. Kids are put on drugs to deal with behavior problems. The world is more secular. Online bullying is widespread. The Internet provides a bottomless pit of violent content as an escape. And on and on. We need to help these kids before it gets even worse. That's Brandon Boise. Lauren in uh, Meridian writes, There are studies that have proven just hanging the Ten Commandments in a classroom used to cut down on cheating. What would happen if we actually talked about God in school? All I can say is if you don't want God and all he stands for in the classroom and everywhere else in your life, don't be surprised when uh, you get all that's happening that isn't God. Personally, that's not a good choice. That's Lauren. Mike in Boise, thanks for being patient. You're on Newstalk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, you know, if you're old enough to remember, uh, there's been some gun control laws, 1934. I wasn't around there, but 1968. There was a requirement then that ammunition be registered. 
You had to sign for it. You had to give your name, address. You had to be over 18 or 21. And the federal government did away with that because they found that it didn't accomplish anything except paperwork. And But the worst part about this tragedy, and I'm just sick about it again, is in the national media is just sensationalizing this again. We're showing the picture of the shooter. And then they even had the police chief there uh, say, well, we don't want to talk about this a lot because there could be copycat uh, people out there that do the same thing or get the same idea. That's where they get it is from national news. And we just keep on feeding it and feeding it, and they keep on reporting it and reporting it. Thank you for the call, Mike. Thank you for the thoughts. Appreciate it. Uh, Mike and Eagle, good morning. You're on Newstalk KPOI. Hi, my name is Mike. Yes, go ahead. Hey, I, you know what I think it is? I think it's all these kids that are born without a dad. You know what I mean? They don't have a family. They live with their mother, and they don't learn nothing, and they have no respect. Well, mothers do, do, yeah, I, mothers do teach things, including respect. Well, not all of them. Well, not all dads do either. I would also you know say this. Yeah, but I would also say that this goes into the same thing in, in talking about um, video games, violent video games. There, yeah. there well, are a I, huge I a lot of number of that. never done that. Yeah, there are a huge number of people that have you know single mothers. Their father left, or father died, or whatever, and the the large majority doesn't happen. So why why is it the large majority, the largest part of the population? This isn't happening, and it's only happening in a very, very, very small minority. I think it has something to do with that. All right. Thank you for the call, Mike. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, Another email. um, Talking about God in school is not the answer. There's no name on this one, by the way. Just like no one is stopping me from talking to my kids about God, drugs and violence, sex, or the tooth fairy for that matter, no one is stopping you from doing the same in your home. All these boomers blaming kids not having morals or God in their lives forget they raise these individuals and drop the ball by either beating God into their children or work so much that they were too tired to mention him. Selena writes in and says, I took theology in college where we learned that in the Bible, God killed 2,391,421 people and Satan killed 10. That was it. Then there's, there's nothing else to that. So, Okay. Uh, Terry writes in. Uh, oh, we read that one. Sorry. Um, Bryce writes in, I was born 85 in 85, grew up playing video games. I played Halo pretty much every day when it first came out. Call of Duty, all the shooter games, you name it. That's what I did when I was a kid. And I didn't shoot up any schools. I went through school with guns because I was from a small town. We used to hunt after school and before school. We didn't shoot anybody up for the reason for that is just because our parents taught us morals and right and wrong and being good people. Family has been attacked uh, for longer than I've been alive. So it's the degradation of the family and religion in my book. It's no longer common or even cool to believe in God and to be religious or go to church. That's the problem I see in my opinion. Somebody, this is kind of disjointed, but it it says that in ancient times they frequently killed entire cities of people and there were no such things as video games. 
They had school shootings back then? Uh, no, they didn't have shootings because there weren't any guns in ancient like Greece. But Did they have uh, video... Uh... Mur- murders. I mean, when there were four people on Earth, one of them murdered one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's, no, it's kind of an old thing. No video games uh, about, you know, murdering stuff back then. That we know of. <laughs> um, Steve writes in, uh, oh, Steve's listening from Missoula this morning. Thank you, Steve. Uh, he's listening on the uh, iHeartRadio app. Cool. Which everybody can do if you can't pick us up after sunrise. Uh, everything is so reactionary after the shooting these days. They want to limit the ammo, limit guns, change laws, etc., and yet they keep occurring. These are acts of pure evil. But by the way, so, somebody mentioned earlier, they said, you know, well, Obama had so many gun restrictions, and that's why there was a... Um, a shortage of uh, bullets in those days. Uh, n- there was a shortage of bullets starting in 2008 when Obama got elected because people assumed that he was going to start restricting guns, which he didn't in his eight years. In uh, I th- I, He proposed it a few times, but mm-hmm. nothing ever came yeah. of it. But there was a shortage because in 2008, people started buying up all the ammunition, assuming that they wouldn't be able to soon. And for eight years, there was a shortage of ammunition. And then after Sandy Hook in, in 2012, it uh, kind of escalated again because they said, okay, yeah. people are going to start talking yeah. about banning guns. But again, nobody banned guns. I would be willing if you look at the uh, numbers from, say, two weeks ago and compare it to uh, the next two weeks, if you're able to do that nationwide, just because of what the president said yesterday, that you know it's still a priority for him to ban assault weapons that if you were to look at sales just after he said that, you can compare them and see that sales of ammo and guns probably go have gone yeah. up appreciably comparing those two-week periods. Because you see it almost every time when you're able to go back, you know, just like you mentioned. We have technically banned assaults. It's against the law. But many people consider it their first alternative to thinking. Andrew in Boise, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBY. Yeah, this is Andrew. Uh, are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So on this gun thing, on why these shootings, I have a different opinion. I think pe- these individuals that go on these rampages are people that haven't hunted in their life. They don't know what it's like to take another animal's life for a purpose, for, for food. And they don't understand the consequences of their actions. And that goes back to a caller earlier where fathers, where's the father's role in teaching in these individuals hunting and life skills, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm kind of all over the place. That's all right. Yeah, no. Appreciate the call. Uh, thank you, Andrew. You bet. Bye. Uh, Chris writes in, uh, says, I think any shooter under the age of 18, the parents should be held liable. They would probably reduce shootings by 50%. Wouldn't that be worth it? Parents need to be fully aware of what their kids are doing. Well, there was a time when if, if a juvenile committed a crime, they would put the parents in jail for it. That's, that's true until it's not true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is. It's, it's like, you know, where's the cutoff? You say under 18. So a 17-year-old goes and, you know, steals somebody's weapon and shoots somebody. Yeah. You're you're gonna hold the adult 
I mean, I'm sure that adult has said, hey, this is not good. You shouldn't, thou shalt not steal, or this is against the law. 17-year-old knows all the rules by now at 17 years old. So you're still, you're going to hold the parent responsible for if that kid murdered someone? Also, what we talked about earlier still stands, that if you want a guarantee, an absolute guarantee that you will never have any problem with your children, don't have any. (laughs) You're not wrong. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. One more uh, segment on the way. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, look at that. Another day on the stock market. Another 450-point swing that we've seen this morning. Dow was uh, you know, down, it's up about 300 now. Yeah, down 150 points in the futures. And uh, it's done nothing but climb. So up, uh, as Chris just said, 300 wow. points. Even the uh, NASDAQ, even though it's in the red, has climbed back almost 300 points because it was down 290 points at one point before the opening, and now it's only down 42 points. I'm starting to think the stock market is not a sure thing. (laughs) A couple of different emails on different subjects we talked about uh, this morning, a little bit earlier uh, this morning, we talked about the Pentagon announcing uh, this week that they will begin providing travel funds and support for troops and their dependents who seek abortions. And I, I said, hey, I don't care what you do in your personal life, but I know all my taxpayers paying for that, which is what that would basically be. Your tax be. dollars, yeah. Yeah, or my tax dollars, yeah. Sam wrote in and says, uh, Mike, the military is governed by their own set of laws. Why do you care now about this medical expense? Do you know your federal tax dollars pay for over-the-counter medications such as Tylenol? not only for active duty members, but also dependent persons of active duties and retired folks. If you have an issue with what your federal taxes pay for, why limit it to transportation for an abortion? I think the military should be able to support a person's private medical issues. Um, I didn't think that that was the case, Sam, so I checked on it. My son is in the military. Uh, he's in the Air Force, and I said, hey, are, I texted him earlier this morning and said, are your things like Tylenol and acid, over-the-counter, things like that. Is that paid for by the military? Flat answer was no, it's not. It's also completely different. I, I, you know, I don't have a problem with the military, mm. just like any employer as far as insurance paying for medical things that are prescribed. But I would have a problem if, you know, my tax dollars were paying for you to drive across the border to go buy a bottle of Tylenol. I have always kind of assumed that uh, my tax dollars are paying for lots of things that I might not necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, the the past 12 months, the military has spent approximately $718 billion, which is all taxpayer money. Did you round that? They had No. <laughs> they had, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of it's for a good cause. Some of it probably isn't, but it's just that's the military budget and that's the what do they call it, the military-industrial complex? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just still I have a problem with it. Driving and paying for, you know, not just the person, but also their family, putting them up. I know I don't get a say in it. Uh, by the way, Department of Defense is bound by the funding restrictions of the Hyde Amendment, can cover abortions only for people whose pregnancies were the result of rape, incest, or endanger the life of the pregnant person, but because the department does not cover other abortion service members who are 
who do not report rape or incest or whose lives are not immediately endangered by the pregnancy must find their own providers and pay out of pocket. However, the government will now pay for you to go get your abortion. They won't pay for the actual abortion. They'll just pay for your, your travel expenses. Yes. Yeah. Todd writes in, uh, I watched the Pennsylvania Senate debate last night. It was sad. Fetterman literally opened the debate by ending the debate and wishing people a good night. Most of the answers he delivered were nothing but gibberish. He made President Biden sound almost eloquent. In the span of one sentence, he said he was for fracking, then was against fracking, and concluded by saying he was supporting fracking. The man should be in a stroke rehabilitation center, not on the campaign trail, and there is no way he is currently qualified to serve in the U.S. Senate. Maybe in the future, he will be more recovered from his unfortunate stroke, but at this point, two weeks ahead of an election, he isn't healthy enough. That's from Todd. And I told you the first thing I read this morning said Fetterman won. <laughs> well, we'll find out in less than two weeks. Uh, that's it. We're on a 20-hour break. Thanks for the participation this morning. Uh, we'll be on a 20-hour break. We'll be back tomorrow.